All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Badass Lifter podcast. We're doing another Q&A. This one was taken from Instagram and threads. And also I had a couple of interesting questions that were asked to me personally that I think are worth addressing because I think they're really common concerns. There's going to be five main questions we're going to be going over today. Um, if you guys want to see more Q&A episodes in the future, let me know. I really enjoy doing them. I find they're like a nice change of pace from like me going over like a big topic. And I really want to make sure that these podcast episodes really are helping you become a strong, confident lifter. And so answering direct questions really helps me do that. So let me know if you want to do, want me to do one of these questions in the future. Um, let's just dive right in. So the first question I got was, should I stick to machines to start off training before using dumbbells, kettlebells, uh, barbells, things like that. I think this is a great question. So there's, there's kind of pros and cons to machines. Machines are very, I, I'm going to call them like beginner proof. Like if you don't know how to do them, there's instructions on the sign. You can know which muscle groups you're using. Um, they're pretty difficult to get hurt on for the most part, unless you're using it like in a really weird way, or it just doesn't fit your body type. But other than that, like machines are easier to start off with and maybe something like a dumbbell or a barbell or things like that. Now I mostly work with beginners and I have beginners use dumbbells straight out of the gate, cable machines, things like that. So I, I don't think that you need to do only machines first, even if you're like on day one, um, you might pick less complicated exercises to start off with and then get into the more complicated stuff later. Um, but I don't think there's, if, if you're more comfortable starting with machines, like that's just like less stressful for you, then I, by all means, I think that's great. Like you can, you know, start off there. But if you want to dive right into dumbbells, um, cable machines, even like barbells to some extent, like I think you can do that right away or not within like the first couple of weeks of training. And there are some people who we start off with that stuff first workout. So I don't want you to think like I have to stick to machines because I'm a new lifter. If you really want to like go for the barbell stuff, I think that's great. So I don't want you to feel like you have to start with machines, but if it's, if it, if it's more comfortable for you and you feel like you, you're more comfortable in training when it's machines only, then I think that's also fine. So I hope they didn't like overcomplicate things, but that that's kind of the answer to the first question. Great first question. Um, let's go to the next one. So the next one is, I don't feel comfortable in the gym. This is totally valid. So the gym can be an intimidating place at first. You know, there's lots of people there doing very athletic things. Everyone seems so experienced. Like, and then you're kind of jumping in. And, and the gym is also, especially the, the weight room, section is like a very open space. So it can almost feel like you're on a stage or on display for your strength. And as a new lifter, like that's probably not something that you actually want. So I, I can understand why you don't feel comfortable in the gym as like a new lifter. So I don't want to take that away from you. Um, what I will say, and I've actually done like a full podcast episode on this. So if you want to really dive deep into this, it gets better after about three to four sessions because you start to realize a few things. Is that like one, no one really cares about your workout. People are really kind of doing their own thing. Um, they have their headphones in, they got, maybe they have a program on their phone. Maybe they don't. Um, they're, they're not, they're not there for you 
Um, and I say this in like a positive way that like, you kind of start to realize that like, no one really cares about your workout, which gives you the freedom to feel comfortable in that environment. So I think that's like the first step. Um, the next is that like, as you get better with the machines and the exercises and you start lifting more weight, you become more comfortable in the gym environment as well. And so that actually getting stronger helps you feel like it's a more welcoming space because you start to be able to use all the machines. Like there's less confusion on what you should be doing. I think like coming in with some kind of workout program also helps a lot so that when you're nervous or not sure where you should be, you can always refer back to that program. Um, I think it also helps to have either like a trainer or coach with you or a friend come with you that is, um, helping make the space more welcome. Now, I think the mistake sometimes that's made here is I don't feel comfortable in the gym. I'll bring my super athletic gym friend with me and I'll feel more welcome. And I find that the challenge with that is, is that they um, will start to bringing them doesn't make you feel more comfortable because they are already so comfortable in the gym and they kind of fit the stereotype of the people who are already there. And so if you're trying to feel welcome, I actually think it's easier to bring someone at around your training level, whatever that happens to be. So if you have someone who's also just starting out training, maybe going together. And so you have like a familiar face who's also about as new as you are, I think is a better tool than bringing like your super experienced gym friend who already knows what they're doing and they're going to pick up the weight super quickly and they're not like wondering what they should be doing. Like, I don't know if that person is necessarily going to help you feel more comfortable in the gym if that's an issue for you. I'm not going to go farther into this topic because I, I have done a full podcast episode on this. So if you, if you have more questions about this, I encourage you to check that out. Um, I forget the title, but it's like how to overcome gym intimidation or something along those lines. But it's, it's a great question. It's very common for new lifters. Um, Give it four tries is what I'll say, um, because it does get better. You can overcome it. It, it is overwhelming at first or can be overwhelming, but um, it doesn't stay that way. So I don't, I don't want this to be the reason that you stop going to the gym because for some people they go twice and then they never go back because they were so uncomfortable. And I understand where they're coming from, um, but it gets better. So I, I encourage you to push through that because I don't want you to miss out on becoming a strong, confident lifter because the gym doesn't feel comfortable at first. Okay. Third one. So this is more of like a weight neutral question is I want to focus less on weight loss, but I tend to fall back into old habits. And I think what they're referring to here is that like when people try to become more weight neutral in their training, you know, focusing less on the weight on the scale, aesthetics, et cetera. Um, it's easy to fall back into old habits because that's what you're used to. Like it's easy to, you know, jump on the scale when maybe you weren't ready to do that yet. Um, you know, do body checks in the mirror, wondering if your body is changing. And so it, it, it can be easy to fall back into the previous weight loss plan when, even if you know, that's like not right for you. And, you know, it can be hard to stay on the weight neutral path. Um, the first thing I'm going to say is that as a person who trains people in like the weight neutral way, I would never expect you to go full weight neutral right away, especially if you have had years of focusing on weight loss, that the weight neutral path is going to be different than what you're used to and is going to take some adjusting. So I don't want you to think like, okay, 
you know, three weeks in, I still care about what I look like. I still care about the weight on the scale. Am I failing this? It's like, no, that's actually to be expected. And I don't want you to feel bad about yourself for that because that is part of the process. Um, I would never expect someone to stop caring like three weeks in. I didn't stop caring. This, this was a, you know, this was a longer process for me, especially because I didn't know what weight neutral training was. I kind of fell into it um, originally. So, you know, for some people it takes weeks, months, like it's, it's not something that I, ex you should be expected to deal with right away. And like three weeks in, you no longer care about the weight on the scale or anything along those lines. So that's like the first thing. The second I think is to like figure out what is pushing you back to those old thoughts or habits, I think goes a long way because then you can find ways to avoid them in the future. So like if it's a conversation with your friends that you've had, or if it's like the gym mirrors, or if it's just, you notice your clothes are fitting differently, figure out what the trigger is and then go from there. And then you can, you know, find ways to avoid that trigger. Or if the trigger happens, you like know why, and it'll have less power over you. Um, Figuring that out is going to go a long way and that it helps you to become more weight neutral over time. Um, again, this is like a week long, like, like multi-week, multi-month process, like might even be even longer than that, depending on the person. But the more weight neutral you become, probably you'll enjoy the process more. So even if you haven't become fully weight neutral, kind of like the more weight neutral you become in my opinion, the more that you will enjoy training. And there's even like weight loss coaches I've talked to who like admit this, that like the people who focus just on weight loss seem to have a really hard time with training. Um, but the people who can at least focus on other goals and are at least somewhat weight neutral seem to enjoy training more. Um, so don't be too hard on yourself. This is something that happens if you're falling back into old habits, you know, understand why, go from there. Be okay with being imperfect and then just yeah, get back to, you know, with a weight neutral training. But yeah, great question. Four is, do I need a program slash coach to become stronger? So this is someone who is like new to lifting. It's something they were looking into and they want to know like, do I really need a coach out of the gate or should I try experimenting with stuff in the gym? And then maybe I'll look into a program slash coach later. I think this is totally a fair question. I think this is going to depend on the individual. Some people are going to, they want to try out the gym area, see if it's right for them. And then they'll look into a program or coach later. And that's totally fine because maybe you just want to see if it's right for you. Totally valid. I think there's also some people who, if they don't have a program or coach, don't end up training. And I think that's a problem as well. <laughs> so there, there are some people who need some kind of structure in order to go. And I think it also helps new lifters with like some kind of guidance. I will also say that if you really want to become a strong, confident lifter, there are no like really strong people who don't at least have a program or have some kind of coach or mentor or something to help them out with. Now, that doesn't mean you need a coach forever. Um, you probably need some kind of program or structure if you really want to see how strong you can become. Do you need it right away? I mean, you can probably try out the gym, try out some different stuff, go from there. But I think once you're more serious about training, I think that you should have some kind of program, ideally personalized to you. But even if it's just like a workout you found online or some kind of, you know, structure, like a five by five structure or something that you can find on the internet, I would still prefer that over like totally random workouts. 
Um, because I think it'll give you a little bit more structure and people who, the, the, the truth is, is that the people who get stronger are the ones who have some kind of program or like they're following something that makes sense for their goals. Um, do you, so, you know, I guess when they say need, do you need one? No, I guess you can go to the gym, try random stuff, have fun, you know, experiment. And I think that's totally fine. But I think if you really want to see how strong you can become, I think some kind of program and maybe some kind of coach or mentor to help you out um, is going to be something that you're going to want in the future. Um, but yeah, great question. And then, um, yeah, last one. So this is a big one. I think this one comes up a lot. And I think this is like worth addressing is um, my friends are still weight loss focused, which throws me off from being weight neutral. So I think this is totally fair. The truth is, is that weight neutral aspects of training is very new to the mainstream. If I go out and talk to 20 people and ask if they would like to lose weight or if weight loss is a big focus for them, 20 out of 20 is probably like 19 out of 20 are going to be like, yeah, like I would like to lose some weight. And it's like a focus of my life. So I don't pretend that like my weight neutral world is what everybody else sees in the regular world. I, I don't want to pretend that's the case. And so a lot of the lifters that I work with who are weight neutral are surrounded by friends who aren't. And sometimes that can be difficult because they don't want to have conversations about the weight on the scale or not focusing on aesthetics, but their friends do. And they, they don't even, they're not going to mention it to the lifters that I work with. They more talk about like their own, like, oh, I just wish I could lose some weight or like they'll complain about being fat or like something along those lines. And that can be, let's say, triggering to the lifters that I'm working with. There's a couple of ways of approaching this. And I think that the first one, I think this can be tough for some people, is accepting that you were on a different path than your friends. So I, I don't think the right choice is for you to go to your friends and be like, well, actually you should be on the weight neutral route or like, and get it's super debative and like decide whose route is better. Cause I think that's silly. And also it like almost never changes minds. Like it's just, it's just not a thing. Um, but I think it's okay that you were on a different path than your friends and you can still like them and they can still be your friends and you can still want the best for them. And if they have questions about weight neutral training, like feel free to ask them if they bring them up themselves. But I think, it's okay that they're focused on something that you don't want to be focused on. Um, and you can still have your journey while acknowledging that it's different than your friends and then going from there. And you don't have to talk about your journey with them. If you don't want to, you can just say like, yeah, I'm exercising. You know, I feel better, things like that. Um, if you really don't want to get into like the debate with your friends or anything along those lines. Um, so I think that goes that's like the first step is that it's, it's okay to be on a different journey than your friends and they can, you can, you can still be there as a mentor or not mentor, but like you can still be there as like someone you care about them and you want the best for them, but maybe you guys are on different paths or see training in a different way. That's totally fine. Um, I think if it's really, really triggering to you and these are like close enough friends, I think it's worth being like, Hey, like I don't actually like talking about weight loss anymore. Is it okay if we talk about something else? Don't say it to them in a way that's like combative, but just like, hey, like the conversation is just uncomfortable for me. Like, can we focus on something else? And if your friends are close enough, like maybe they'll be surprised, but, you know, they want the best for you too. And they, you know, if it, I think it's important to set your own boundaries in your own friend groups and that's fine. And um, I think the truth is that like, if you're going the weight neutral route, 
most people are not weight neutral. So I think, you know, setting those boundaries, at least for yourself can go a long way. I have family members who like, don't agree with me on this. Okay. So like, that's just something that like, it's just like part of life and like, that's totally fine. And you know, like we're just on different paths, but if, if it really starts to upset you, like, you know, and I, I've done this as well when I was like trying to focus, well, I'm still weight neutral, but at one point I was really ashamed of how much I weighed and my look and things like that. And there were a couple people I was like, Hey, like, I don't really want to talk about this or I don't really like the comments about the change in my body. And like, they were very understanding and they, they stopped completely. And so, you know, if they, if they're truly your friends, like I think they're going to at least like stop talking about it around you or at least less. So I, I don't want you to think that you can't set those boundaries in that like kind of friend circle, but this is super common. So I'm really happy that this question was asked because I think um, this comes up a lot. And like, especially with people I work with where, in many scenarios, I am their only weight neutral person in the world, like including friends and family and things like that. So I, I totally understand why like this could be a challenge to the weight neutral journey. Um, but I think you're just, on a, you're just on a different path and that's okay. You can be on different paths. You don't have to take the road everyone else is taking and that's uh, totally fine. All right. So just to do a quick recap, um, should I stick to machines to start off with? If you want to, that's fine. But you can also go straight into dumbbells barbells, cables, totally fine as a beginner. If you don't feel comfortable in the gym, we had a few tips there that we went over. Um, yeah. And then the third one is focusing. If you fall back into old habits, like accept that this is a journey, um, understand why you fell back into those old habits and then make a new plan, but it's okay. If you're not weight neutral out of the gate, um, do you need a program? If you really want to become your strongest self, like I would say, yes, some kind of program or coach to like help you out with to make a program. Um, but if you want to try out stuff like experiment, totally fine too. Um, and if your friends are still weight loss focused, I would say like, except you're on a different path than them. We still, we still love your friends. Your friends are great, but you're just on a different journey. And then maybe like set some boundaries in terms of conversation and then go from there. Um, I really enjoyed this. I really like answering these questions and I want to make sure that, you know, I'm putting out episodes that are helping you become a strong, confident lifter. If you want me to answer questions in future podcast episodes, I would recommend either sending me a message on Instagram or um, sometimes I do like, I'll ask people what they want to learn on threads now as well. So you can message me on threads and find out what else you want to learn about. But um, yeah, thanks for listening to another episode of the Badass Lifter Podcast.